0: Welcome to the tip in Maple Leafs podcast episode 170 coming up on this episode the Leafs go on a five game road trip and they started off with a 3-1 loss to the Cougars Keith gets the blender going with the lines a couple of new D pairs uh, forwards being moved around I mean everything was just it was all over the place tonight but we're gonna break it down right here on the tip in Maple Leafs podcast on episode 170. Little cougar action for the Leafs tonight, Chad. They forgot Ooh. to bring the sandpaper,
1: though. I would say this Leafs team is still way too soft. Let's hit the intro. Kamara's coming out. Send it in a go! No!
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Tip-In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget to follow us on social media at the tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. The Tip-In podcast on Twitter or X. You can email us, podcast at gmail.com and hit up our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash the Tip-In Maple Leafs podcast to donate to the show. Dale, I thought we'd be seeing some cougar pounding tonight, but we got pounded by the cougars. It happens. Yeah.
1: Yep. No, coogers, no Cougar pounding tonight. Uh, Not, no, not from these guys. I'll tell you that. But uh look, man, I'm going right into it because whatever, just a few things off the top here, a couple, I was all ready to go excited for a little Cougar action. I thought, okay, like, here we go. Go down to sunrise, Florida, beat the Florida Panthers. Your game one of a five game road trip, get her going. No, not what happened. Not even close. So look, they have allowed four goals. First goal in all four games. Couple negatives here. Okay. Yep. Not good. Not good. And here's the truth of the matter: you take Matthews and Nylander out of the equation, and they're two. They're, they're two and two. Okay. Take Matthews and Nylander out of the two wins. They're zero and four. One hundred percent.
0: Okay, but that's not fair. Why not? Well, because Matthews and Nylander are part of the team. I know, but like, you could do oh, that with you could do that with any team. You could be like, take. Take McDavid and Drysidal off the Oilers. They're, you know, they're all in three. They're getting production from some other guys. We're not. So I know, I know what you're trying to say, but you can't just take two guys that are on your team off the team. But yeah, the
1: well, the reality of the matter, the, the reality is if you take Matthews and Nylander off the score sheet in those games, they're 0 4. That's just yeah, what it is.
0: But it's how the team's built. If you're going to give 50% of your cap to four players, then you're going to expect those guys to reduce the majority of the goals. And when they're not going, there's going to be nights like this where you just have nothing. When your top guys can't score. I mean, Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into it later. We got a segment tonight, hot in the slot, hit the showers. um,
1: But anyway, like a couple, so uh, not the best, like two and two. I don't know. I don't love it, man. But here's what I do love. A couple quick things. I was listening to some of the, you know, I was hoping to have a more positive, upbeat episode here, but I don't know. We'll try to keep it light because it's still early, but I don't know, man. Whatever. Um, Early Halloween party for the boys. They had to have it. Ryan Reeves was talking about this before they went on the road trip because there was just going to be no time to squeeze it in when they got back from this five-game roadie. So Reeve, Ryan Reeves says, we had a foursome at the party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mo, Morgan Riley, Nyes, Minton, and Big Tony. So, I mean, come on. When Big Tone's involved, I guess there's going to be a foursome cooking. That's what he said. He said, We had a little foursome going at the Halloween party. I guess they all wore the same costume. Oh, nice okay. Synchronized. Figure skaters or synchronized swimming or something like that. But anyway, sounded like a hell of a party. You got a foursome rocking. That's not the best. I've been to much worse parties than that. Haven't you?
0: Oh, yeah. I've been to a lot worse parties than a foursome of synchronized swimmers. (laughs) That's for sure.
1: So, John Tavares, he comes out in his little pre-gamer, or this was yesterday, whatever. And he says, talking about Reeves, he says, Reeves is really helping us come together. Now, I love that. But I'm not seeing it. (laughs) What do you think about that? I love it, but I'm just not seeing it.
0: Yeah, I think there's a like the media, the team, everybody's really, really banging on the Ryan Reeves drum. These I I want they they
1: they need they I want them to come together. They need help coming together. JT says Reeves is helping them come together. I don't see it.
0: Don't see it yet. No, no, yet. It does take time. They did move a lot of pieces on the team, so it's going to take time. But coming together. I don't know about that.
1: I don't know about that. Anyway, hopefully they start coming together soon because,
0: man, oh, man, I don't know. looks like they're coming apart.
1: Yeah, no kidding, man. They need to start coming together big time. So whoever needs to start getting that going, do it, please. Anything else off the top before we go a little bit to Keith and start breaking this down a bit? Yeah, no, let's get into it. Okay, so Sheldon Keith, he – I don't I wouldn't he got the blender going as this game went on. I wouldn't say to start with. Like he he did move Matthew Nyes up to play on the second line with Tavares and Nylander, and he put Domi down to play with Minton and uh Yarnkroc. Everything else basically stayed the same except for the D pairs. Keith was playing around with his D. He likes to play with his D from time to time. Yeah, we all do. Riley, Brody stayed together. Klingbird moved to play with Giordano and McCabe and Lilligren were the pairs leading in to this one. The referee show here tonight, Chad is what I'd say calling penalties all over the place, <laughs> except, except for a hit from behind on Nylander in the second period. I was like, Oh, holding my breath there for a second. Shoulder first did not look good, but Willie's okay, but call everything, but didn't call anything on that one tonight. Fucking Raf say like, I know. They were calling everything. There was just a ton of penalties. Anyway. off. I thought he looked good early, late in the first period. Klingberg, too soft in his own end. Way too soft. Can't get the puck out. Ends up in front of the net. Back of the net, one-nothing Panthers. McCabe doesn't want to battle for the puck in the corner behind the Leafs net. The puck ends up out front again. Boom. In the back of the net, just like that. Two nothing Panthers after the first. Just brutal. In their own end. Their coverage in the first period, defensively, in their own end, brutal. Want to take a sec on that? I mean, come on, man.
0: Uh, You summed it up. You summed it up. Just way too soft. Way too soft. Too many plays tonight. Both the Florida goals, but too many plays tonight. Just way too soft in their own end. Waving their sticks at it. Not getting the body on it. Not being first on the puck, too. Like, when you're in your own zone, what are the defensemen doing? They're always last to the puck. It's crazy. It It is. Crazy. I don't know. And, and it's specifically Klingberg and McCabe. Like when those two are on the ice together, it is not good. You cannot have that as a defensive pair. Maybe Keith likes something in the offensive zone, but when it gets down into the leaf zone, it's sloppy. Yeah, this was they weren't on the on the ice together for this. It
1: was Giordano and and Klingberg for the first yeah. goal, and it was McCabe and Lilligren for the second goal. Yeah, still, I'm
0: just saying he's had them play together this season, and it is it does not work. Uh, the two no. of them are really lacking defensively. Well, nothing's working back there right now. No, I don't nothing. Even- like and, and not even getting offense production from your D. Getting nothing. Get you're getting nothing. If you're not getting anything from your D, oh, you got big problems. Big time. Like they
1: can't get anything going out of that from their D. Nothing. No. Like it's it's just it's
0: like yeah, exactly.
1: Totally just completely want it to be fully erect, but right <laughs> like Dave Poulin has not brought that comment back anytime. Well, since the preseason, Well, there's definitely
0: no, not when he's talking about their D. There's
1: no no, it's not not good it's not, a wet
0: noodle it's a wet not, noodle
1: not erect back there i don't know what the hell they're going to do back there anyway like if i'm if i'm uh if i'm tree living watching this shit like the way they're playing in their own end i'm like i'm like i'm on the blower right now trying to, to get some help in here because this is just this is insanity that blue line it's crazy anyway we go to the second period the lease we're about to have a two on oh knee and matthews coming over the blue line Play gets called offside because Domi was taking his sweet ass time getting off the ice. Just brutal, Domi man. More on him later. But I mean, did you do you know the play I'm talking about? Yeah, I know
0: exactly like the play you're talking froze, about. They
1: froze the player. They froze the camera. It was like, called.
0: It was called offside, and everyone's thinking, "Well, Nylander, like he wasn't that close to the blue line." And then they show the that. replay and there's Domi, 2 feet on the ice like not even hopping on the bench like heads up we were talking about him last podcast like just you got
1: to be heads up there man like exactly. Read, the, exactly read the read the game bro that could have at least you know we could be 2-2 in overtime right now or whatever like it's how do you not see that your two best players are coming down on a 2 on 0 about to open up a 2 on 0 like it's yeah. just where where's your head at not That's in the game heads up. not not in the game anyway brutal um halfway through the second period the Leafs get a power play Klingberg does make a nice play at the blue line to keep the puck in and ends up on the stick of Marner in front of the net Mitch puts it home for his first goal this season to make it 2-1 Florida led 2-1 after two periods we go to the third period absolutely nothing cooking Keith pulls the goalie with two minutes to go Leafs end up getting a power play to give them a six on four advantage could not score florida adds an empty netter wins it three to one oh please help me here <laughs> My- what do you want to say about those one
0: yeah i think i think you're being you're being very negative about it and and there's a lot of negatives but i also thought that like well babroski <laughs> played a hell of a game and the leafs did like offensively they they created a storm for a lot of that game in the offensive zone. Bobrowski was great. It's not like the Leafs got – like in the Chicago game, they were flat and just not into it. They were into it tonight. This game could have been – it could have been an easy win for Toronto. Had a few of those went past Bob but they didn't. And sometimes when the Cougars are tight, you can't get it in. And that's I, what happened tonight.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, there—it's we're only four games in. I think there are some good things that they're doing that I like. And there's some
0: stuff that's going, on, that's going on that I'm just like, same yeah. team. Same and when team, they when they lose, uh, exactly when they lose, and especially when you're watching some of the defensive play, it's really easy to be like, well, you know, things. This guy is falling. Look at this defense. You're never going to win like that. But I don't see it that way completely because I think they're still kind of gelling with the new players. They haven't found the D pair. Like the D definitely needs a change, and they need to find the D pairings that work. But there were some good things in this game. Like they did take it to the Cougars in the Cougar zone. They just couldn't put the puck in the net. They couldn't be Bobrovsky. They hit the post with 30 seconds left. JT hit the post. Like they had some close calls. It just, it wasn't their night, man. No, you know what I think
1: we should, you know what I think we should do right now for the first time in a little while, Chad? What's that? I think, well, let's look at this Cougars box. Oh my God. How about that? Haven't done that in a while. Let's 3-1 really? one, one game. Not a lot happened. And I think we need to take a look inside the Cougars box right here. All right. So if, ready? 3-1 final. Shots on net. Let me get my glasses. 30. Yeah. Good in, like inspector gadget here. You want to get right inside and take a good, long, hard look yeah. at that Cougars box. 30 shots on net for the Leafs. 24 for the Panthers. Block shots. 17 for the Leafs. 26 for the Panthers. Don't love that. The Leafs out hit them 23 to 15. Faceoffs won 27 by the Leafs. 36 for the Cougs. Power play tonight. 0 for 4 for the Panthers on the man advantage. The Leafs won for 5. Neither team could get their power play cooking. Nine power plays in the hockey game total and only one goal. Yeah, one, what, for did, five, one for five on the power play. Don't
0: love it. Don't didn't, love it. One of them overlapped, though, right? Like one <laughs> of the, one of one of the PPs overlapped and it was it was a four on four. So each of their power plays was like 20 seconds.
1: OK, well,
0: but still anyway. couldn't get anything going. And even at the end, when you had a six on four, you couldn't bury it for a minute there. So
1: so there's a look inside the Cougars box for the Ooh. first time this season. Probably not the last, but uh Stinky. Anyway, not the best, man, but uh, you know what else? Not uh, anything you want to go. I got a couple other things here. We'll do. Uh, we'll do. Hot in the slaughter. Hit the showers. Um, should be an interesting one. And I got a couple things at the end. But do you got anything else you want to throw in, or do you want to take? a, I know the weather's getting cold, and you know it, people it are is spending cold. <laughs> people are spending a lot of time inside, and I don't know. I just think we can help people out. It really helped you out when I told you about it. So I yeah, think- let, let's hear it. Okay, here we go, folks. Enjoy
0: this. (sighs) Chad, what's the matter? Well, Dale, I guess... I guess I've just been feeling a little down, you know? Because, like, I love podcasting, but I find there's something missing. There's got to be something else that I love other than just podcasting. Chad, wipe
1: those tears away. There's only two things I know how to do. I never get down. I love podcasts just as much as you. The second thing I love is porn, but not just any porn. Specifically, Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com? That's right, Brazzers.com. What is it? take a little sneak peek at Brazzers.com. Why don't you bring it up right now? I can't
0: look at this on my computer. Is there
1: any way I could watch it in private on my phone? Absolutely. Privacy settings galore. Brazzers.com has all your pornography needs.
0: Well, this is great. I am so much happier now. Brazzers.com. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome, Chad.
1: Brazzers.com.
0: Don't forget to use promo code TIPIN at Brazzers.com to get 0.01% off
1: today. Love a good sesh over at Brazzers.com. Absolutely yep. love it. Well, Chad, the first week of the season is in the books for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Would you like to go right now to Hot in the Slot or Hit the Showers? You want to that? throw to that baby right here?
0: Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Hot in the Slot. Or hit the showers.
1: He's so hot right now. All right, God damn it.
0: Let's hit the showers, God damn it. All right, so how this works is me and Dale are going to pick a player or a coach, anything to do with the team that's either hot in the slot, that means they're going good, or hit the showers. You just need to get in with my man over my shoulder here, Eddie Balfour. Just cool down, have a beer. Oh, boy. Just relax. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, there's yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a party in the showers for
0: me tonight. With there's itself, a but... lot of guys that need to hit the showers.
1: All right, Chad, go ahead, man. You
0: want to go with hot first? Yeah, we'll, we'll go hot in the slot. I mean, it's basically one of two guys that you have to pick. But I gotta, I gotta give it to Austin Matthews. Yeah. I mean, I figured you would either say Matthews or Nylander to be different. but I I, I went with Nylander, just too too easy, too easy. Yeah, but back, I, it's, they're the only two guys. They're the only two guys. Back-to-back hat-tricks for Austin Matthews. And same with Nylander, like, just tearing it up this season as a great starts. They got more than half the goals have been scored by those two guys, so... Yeah, incredible start. Like, it, for,
1: it was Nylander for me just a hell of a yeah. week. I know Matthews, obviously incredible. But other than Austin, Nylander was really the only guy cooking. So um, I just thought Nylander was looked, looked not quite as good as Matthews, but really good. Um, and impressive tonight. Like, he shook off that – that like that was a pretty big hit, man. Like, most guys you're looking at, maybe a separated shoulder there. Like, I kind of dodged a bullet, um, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, um, it was
0: scary when he got hit.
1: For sure. So glad to see he's all right, and and yeah, hot in the slot. Uh, it's Willie Nealander for me. Austin Matthews for you. Want to go to the showers, Chad? First,
0: couple different
1: options here. All
0: right. Well, I mean, get get the bars of soap off the shelf because I'm handing out a few of them.
1: <laughs> get them on the shower floor. Get them on the
0: shower floor because you know who's got to hit the showers. All the secondary scores. On the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm talking about the bottom six. I'm talking about the guys that are supposed to chip in in games like tonight when the big boys are getting shut down. Yeah. Where have you been all season? Well, you know, Nice doesn't have a goal. Domi doesn't have a goal. Like, it just goes on and on and on. The secondary scoring on this team. And I'm not even talking about the defense. I'm just talking about the forwards. Did
1: Domi Domi score one goal or no? I I don't think so. Okay. I thought he did, but maybe he didn't. It was preseason, I think. Preseason, he got one. Um, But yeah, I I, like I want Yarn has
0: got a goal, you know. Like I don't know, it, I it, it's one of the you. things when 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 they brought in these guys like the snot. You could brought in Ryan Reeves and Domi and Bertuzzi. One of the things that a lot of people said was, well, you know, you might hate guys like Pierre Angval and and Kerfoot and stuff like that because they're soft, but they would provide a little secondary scoring every now and then, and you're not really getting that right now. And we need a little bit of that. So no, those guys I, hit the showers, score some goals.
1: I wanted to talk about the secondary scoring at the end, but since you put it in, in the, put them all in the shower, I put the
0: whole nine guys
1: in the shower. Yeah. might as will just talk about it. To, I'll just chime in, in a bit on it here. So Bertuzzi, he's a little, he's got one goal on the season. He's a little yeah. banged up. He didn't play much tonight. He gave it a go, but I saw him pregame. Sheldon he Cooper's, almost didn't, didn't skate right. Or play tonight. Like no, he, he was almost. A yeah, scrap. game game time decision. I saw they were doing it like from six thirty to seven p.m. on TSN. They were doing like the pregame. They were interviewing Sheldon Keefe, and you could see a bunch of players walking in the background. Bertuzzi was one of them, and he had a huge ice pack taped around his like midsection, kind of like his back, his like lower back and whatever. Yeah. So it, that. that well, to me, I mean, yeah, okay, like I didn't see. The, he was walking from behind so i didn't see what he had ice to the front but i imagine oh. he probably had a couple ice packs down in that in the crevices of his groin because i'm telling you right now man the bertuzzi i know he's a little banged up he's got a groin problem so i'm i just wanted to throw that in there he's got one goal um they need some more goal scoring from him obviously domey not doing anything um but yeah, you're right. Like go through the lineup, go through it. Third line, fourth line. Yeah, and deep. you can throw
0: you can throw the yeah throw the defense in there too. Like I'm not saying the defense has to score every game, but maybe pop one in once in a while.
1: Dude, it's scary. The lack of secondary scoring, it is scary. And yeah. even tonight, it was in the loss to uh, Chicago the other night. Shout out Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. In, in the loss to the Hawks, Tavares got the lone goal tonight. In the loss to Florida. Marner got the lone goal. So it's still the top guys. Yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. Outside of those guys, you're not getting enough secondary scoring. And like I said earlier in the podcast, when you pay half your salary cap to these guys, you're going to expect that this is going to happen. But tree living, he's got to look at this and be like, I have to find some secondary scoring. Like if. Like I said, if Nyes isn't going to produce the way you thought he was going to produce, and Fraser Minton's not giving you anything offensive. No. He's been great defensively and yeah. a great centerman, but you're not getting anything from him. Domi's not giving you anything. No. Kampf and Reeves and and Gregor. Well, Gregor got a goal. Gregor's looking pretty good. I don't expect Gregor to score a whole lot, so I'll, I'll leave him out of this because he's done his part. But you just need something, man. You need a little something, especially in games like this when it's tight. It would have been really nice had someone like David Camp scored tonight and just tied the game 2-2. Two, two.
1: No, I hear you, man. Um, yeah, the lack of secondary scoring, major, major concern. Almost as much a concern as who I'm putting in the showers. Uh-oh. And that is the entire Blue line of this oh. hockey team, all this six sh- of them. This showers is fucking <laughs> packed. It's packed. Eddie Belfor's got his work cut out. He, he got a have, two
0: four in his yeah, pocket. Yeah, he
1: would have had to bring a full case of beer for this one. Like, it's like, I don't think we've ever had the shower this this pack. Like, it's a full, there's only two guys not in there, basically. Maybe a couple more, but pretty much everybody's in the shower. Quickly back to the secondary scoring. Like, they've got Robertson. Jeez. I know, I know you were talking about tree living, like, possibly looking for help. They've got Robertson. They've got, um, oh, Holmberg. Mc, Holmberg. Well, yeah. Like, they've got a handful of guys on the Marlies, McMahon, that you could, you know, fucking. Bench Domi for – put him in the press box for a game. Whatever. Like, do what you need to do. Honorable mention to to Domi because he – was. I decided to go with the blue line in the showers. I could have easily went with Domi because I am not impressed in the least what I've seen out of Domi in four games. But it's the blue line, man. Just too soft. Way too soft. We knew it was going to be a problem, and it looks like it is going to be a big time problem. So yeah. hit the showers boys, Eddie Belfort's in there. I mean, Belfour has got his work cut out for him tonight. Usually Eddie Belfour can, you know, whip you back. <laughs> Look at him. He, usually he can whip you back into shape. Like he'll pull a sneak surprise. Maybe there's a beer in one pocket. Maybe he's got a cut hole in his other leather. Ja- he's wearing a leather jacket in the shower. He likes he's wearing to- that leather. Yeah, jacket. He likes to shower. He doesn't take the jacket off, but no. sometimes he likes to say to whoever's in the shower with him. He's like, you want a beer? And they say, yeah, he's like, it's in my pocket, help yourself. <laughs> help yourself.
0: The trick, the trick is though, only one pocket's
1: got a beer, right? That's right. But you don't yeah. you can't see. It's all too steamy in there. Hot shower. One so,
0: pocket's a bald eagle, the other pocket,
1: beer. But he doesn't tell you that. He sneaks <laughs> a ta- he sneak attacks it. So you 50-50 chance. You might pull a molson out of there, but you might Pull a big bald eagle out of there, too. So you never know what you're going to get with Eddie Belfort. But hopefully he can get some secondary goal scoring going with these guys. Give him some tips, Eddie Belfort. And the defense, oh, boy, good luck. Good luck there, Eddie, because I don't know if anything can help these six guys back here. That's it. Anything you want to add to the thoughts on the D? I mean, how it's going to be a reoccurring theme here because that defense is like, look at it. <laughs> look at it.
0: Yeah, we talked in the last podcast about um, I think when we were doing wet, pucker, dry stick about them making a trade by the trade deadline or by Christmas for a defenseman. Honestly, man, I could see it happening a lot sooner, a lot sooner. I would not be
1: opposed to that. I'll tell you.
0: No, I mean, tree living hasn't. Like, he, he signed Domi and Reeves and Bertuzzi and, and Klingberg and stuff, but I don't think he's really put his stamp on the team. Like, it feels like this is just Dubas' team rolled out with a couple Band-Aid pieces put on the side. Totally. I would really like him to make a trade. He doesn't have to do it right now, but if this continues and, and we just keep watching this trend, like, let's see what he can do. Let's see him put his stamp on a trade for a guy that he wants and see what happens because it, if it... There's no way he can watch from the press box and be like, yeah, it looks good. No, this looks great.
1: No way. How could you? How could you right now? Um, I I totally agree with that. I and I would like to see that. I hope he is able to swing something. Like, go for it. Swing for the fences, tree living. Like, make it happen because this this team needs significant improvement. This ain't getting it
0: done. It's not happening. So And this isn't about this isn't about like making the playoffs or winning the division. Like you have to look at this and be like, is this a Stanley cup winning defense core?
1: Absolutely not.
0: No. And same with the secondary
1: scoring. Like it's not even close. It's not. And it's not just one guy. One guy might help like move other guys into a better position, but unless we're talking about like Hedberg, like which ain't happening, like I don't think there's one single guy in there that's going to come in and all of a sudden everything's going to be okay. Okay. It will start, but I'm, dude. I'm talking two, maybe three new defensemen. Yeah, like I'm not. Yeah. like it's crazy. I think
0: you meant Hedman, right?
1: Yeah. What did I? Who did I say? You said Hedberg. Oh, Hedman. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Hedman.
0: I was like, who the hell's Hedberg? <laughs> What the fuck is no. I'm trying to think. No, is there a Marley named Hedberg? That no, my know? my mind's still in the shower with Eddie Belford. <laughs> but
1: uh, look, man, if, yeah, like two or three new defensemen. Like I don't think one, I don't think one and done is enough for this blue line. But like, Giordano is going to be dead by Christmas. <laughs> look, like, look how much he, he he keeps doing the exact same thing that he did last season, and he didn't learn. Like, what's he doing, man? Like, he's I know gonna- he's
0: playing him. I know. It's we crazy. talked about it in the preseason when we were doing the pod. We're like, okay, there's just no way you, Gio's 40 now. There's just no way you can play him a whole lot. He shouldn't play back to backs. He should only play. No, nope. he's back to playing him all the time on the penalty kill, blocking shots, doing everything. I know. Like he,
1: I guess he doesn't have a choice, but like you're gonna run this guy into the ground, he's gonna have nothing to
0: give you. But come that's playoff time. That's not Keith's fault. Because, like you say, if he has nothing else to go with, that's the general manager's fault. Like if all you're giving him is 40 year old Geo. Like the coach is going to play to win. It's the I, GM's job to be like, well, here, here's another option. I hear you. And they okay. got to. And one last thing on, on all this or whatever, you like two or three guys, great. But if you bring in one, just one guy, it can totally change the pairings. It can drop everybody down. It can make things a little easier on everybody because I think everybody's playing out of position on that D. Like I don't think sure. I think McCabe's playing too high up. I think Klingberg's asked to be too defensive when he's not that defensive. So one guy could knock everybody down.
1: Yep. Okay. Got to make that trade. Yeah. Let's start with one and then, and then go from there. But uh, the the last thing that I've got here tonight, Chad is not going to go nuts here on Morgan Riley, but I'd like to bring him up because it's just like, like the way he played, you look at the way he played in the playoffs last season and the way he started the season this year, it's like, can you not just get like a little bit closer to how you're played in the playoffs? Like he was dynamic in the playoffs.
0: Like he was a beast. He uh, was a fucking he beast. Was
1: a, I know it's a long season. I I don't expect that every night. But like, do a little. Like he's got he's got more, much more to give. And do you not kind of think he's just kind of like, eh. like what? What do you really?
0: I you want my honesty? I he think- hasn't been
1: brutal, but he has not been good i don't know i don't what do you i think?
0: think a lot of the way he played last year and maybe i'm wrong but i think a lot of the way he played last year in the playoffs had to do with shen like i think having luke shen beside him knocking guys out like just having a it's like having a backbone playing with you right yeah. he could do whatever he everyone he could freewheel he could shen had it covered speaking of
1: shen i don't know if you saw this out six weeks i think with a knee injury so oh.
0: But I'm just saying a like, guy like that, right? No, I know. And now know. it's now it's back to Riley's gotta carry carry Brody, a well, pair. Brody. Well, he's playing with guys that are too much like him. Yeah. It worked with Shen. Shen was like, Yeah, you go do your thing, I'll stay back here, be the stay at home defenseman. No, I
1: know. So I don't know. Like, I'm not asking for the world from Morgan Riley, but I just would like to see like clearly he has oh an elevated game that he can go to. I would just like to see a little bit of that because more often it's, yeah, more often like you know, don't wait until the spring. Like, let's see it through. Like, I don't know. It just would be nice to see a little bit more out of Morgan Riley. But that's all I got tonight, Chad. And, uh, you know, another tough loss, two in a row now. And back at it Thursday night in Tampa Bay. The roadie continues.
0: That's right. I'd just like to say before we go, um, Suzanne Sumners died. The thigh, she was from Three's Company. And uh, she was also the Thigh Master lady. And I just want to say thank you for all those late night infomercials. Oh, incredible. Where you're just laying on your side doing the Thigh Master. Incredible. You know how much incredible. money she made off of the Thigh Master? Like, I think every, I, every, okay, when we were kids, every fucking mom had a Thigh Master in their house. Every, every oh, yeah. house she went to, there was a Thigh Master. hundred percent, dude. Like, I literally, I,
1: I believe she was doing, she did, said in an interview one time that she made, more money off of the Master than she ever made doing the Threes Company show.
0: Oh, I could see that. I don't think they made a whole lot in the 70s. And I think she was TV getting shows. like, I think she was getting like 30,000 an episode. What was, how did she make money? Did she get like a percentage of the sales of Thighmaster or was she just the spoke? She must've.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what it she was. Didn't, did she invent it? I don't think so, no, she, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, Some, but
0: somebody hit us up in the comments list. No, she
1: must have been involved in like uh i don't know had a percentage of the company or something i I'm not sure, but uh yeah, anyway, yeah, incredible, like absolutely incredible. great, great stuff and
0: uh that you yeah go no, I was just gonna say when when you were for like when when you're fourteen in the nineties and late at night on t v you can just see like four or five blonde women in tights doing the thigh master I mean, it was a big deal it was a big deal back then.
1: Oh yeah, man. So yeah, you're right though. It's super cool. Like love the show three's company, but yeah, the, the, the late night infomercials with her are absolutely incredible and stay tuned on Saturday night after the least play Tampa Bay, we're going to do for the first time this season, red line diaries with a little, oh, yes. little David Duchovny action. If you don't know what that is, absolutely incredible segment. You're not going to want to miss that. Is it, it
0: going to be uh is it going to be live on Saturday? We'll see. We'll Maybe. see. All right, all right. Well, for the Tippin Maple Leafs podcast, once again, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the Tippin Maple Leafs Podcast. Hit like and subscribe while you're there. Um, you can email us Tippin Tippin oh, Tippin Podcast at gmail.com and the Tippin Pod on Twitter. Also, if you could, if you're listening to this on a pod app, that you can leave a five-star review we would really appreciate it because it really helps push the pod when people search for maple leafs podcast and until next time i'm chad i'm dale and we will yeah thanks for watching guys thanks for listening
1: thumb up on youtube subscribe on youtube go leafs go baby big win get back in the wind column saturday night in tampa bay go Leafs, go just still too soft chad way too too soft. soft To okay. We'll catch you guys later.